Welcome to Easy Money. I'm Jill, the money coach. I know what it's like to push through, to white knuckle it, to put in the time and get no results. I know what it's like to wonder what's the right way and to constantly worry about doing it all wrong. I've learned a whole lot from doing things the hard way. That's why I help coaches go from doing everything the hard way to making money easy. You want to create your dream life and dream business that's all about being free to do what you want, spend what you want, and build the future you want and do it all with ease? In this podcast, I bring you simple strategies for success for your business that make money easy. So it's time for easy money. Are you ready? Well then, let's go! Hey y'all, welcome back. This is Jill Wright again with you on Easy Money Podcast. I have been having so much fun having conversations with coaches lately on Easy Money Podcast. And this week's guest might not need any introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway. I feel like most of y'all know him. He has been my one-on-one coach a couple of times. I have been involved in his community for a long time. I love being in his community. He attracts some really badass coaches and entrepreneurs, so that might give you a clue as to who I'm getting ready to introduce. His insight and content have really been so valuable to me. He brings a pretty different spin than some of the coaches that I've hung around in the past because he has had a little bit different mix of influence. So I always hear some new and different approaches from him, which I totally like. Um, His six-figure academy is such a great value. I know that the people in there are getting so much out of it because I'm on the calls and I see how much they shift from one week to the next. So it's really amazing to watch and it's really fantastic to be a part of. Um, but if you're interested in business coaching, but you want something that is a really reasonable price, six figure Academy is a pretty fantastic alternative to one-on-one coaching. I really love being a part of that community and I think you will too, but this podcast is not to sell my guest. It's, it's about to give you some really great information and really great insights around selling. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Dave Moreno, the badass business coach. This is really the perfect time for this episode because as I'm in the middle of planning my retreat, which by the way is open right now, as I'm creating the content for that, I've been thinking a lot about the blocks around selling that my clients have. And I really wanted to dive into some of those blocks. The top three blocks is what we're going to be talking about. The top three blocks around selling. So I invited Dave in for this conversation so that you can understand the selling blocks that coaches have. And if you have any of these blocks around selling, the retreat Elevate Retreat this fall is the perfect place to work on them. So stay tuned until the end of the podcast for lots more details about my retreat. I'll tell you more about that at the end. But right now, let's dive into this conversation. I am so excited to talk to you, Dave, about uh, this topic, which I know you love to talk about because I've heard you talk about it so many times and you're so I just love your perspective on this. So 
welcome to Easy Money Podcast. Oh, thank you. No, I'm excited to be here. So glad that we finally got to do this. So yeah, and today I wanted to talk about the top three blocks around selling. And because you coach entrepreneurs and you know how much drama they have around selling, I thought you would be the perfect person to come on because you've heard I think you've probably heard them all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's a pretty good list that I've heard, yes. Yeah. So one that I see a lot because I'm a money coach and my clients have a lot of drama around money is I don't want to talk I don't, I don't want to take someone's hard-earned money. Yes. That's one I see a lot. Is that one that you tend to see? Yeah, it's it's this interesting guilt and shame around taking money from somebody that they work so hard to earn um, that, you know, I think it comes up for, especially when you really start charging what you're worth, um, that really starts to come up for people. And there's some hidden meanings behind it and why it's happening, but it's definitely one of the top ones I've seen. Yeah. And one thing that I've seen is that, um, I mean, I think there's a, there's a hidden lie in that is that all money is hard. And I think that is one of the underlying themes that I see a lot of is, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. Money's hard to come by. And so if you have that underlying belief, I think that is going to play into seeing, you're going to see that you have, you might have this block around selling because money's hard and I don't want to make things harder for people. Right. Like if you're taking your own beliefs that money is hard, and you're installing those beliefs on all your future potential clients, you are making assumptions about them. You're making assumptions that it's been just as hard for them to earn money, that they work very hard for their money. And maybe they do. But what you're not assuming is why they work hard for their money. What if they work so hard for their money so that they can invest in things like you? So they can invest in a life they want, right? Maybe they do work hard for their money. Maybe they don't. But isn't it their decision on what to do with their hard-earned money? You have to remember that. Don't put your assumptions on that person. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always like to remind them, Hey, it's not your business, how somebody spends their hard-earned money and hard-earned or not how they spend their money. They have not hired you as their financial advisor. (laughs) (laughs) They have not hired you as their bookkeeper. You know, they have not hired you as their gatekeeper for their money. So right. um, I think staying in our lane as a coach, what did what do they need you to coach them on? They don't, unless you're a money coach, they yeah. don't need you to coach them on their money. That's right. Um, yeah. Like, and until they in, hired you, until they've yeah. hired you, then, you know, don't, don't take their beliefs and um, turn them around on them. <laughs> right. It's just, that's not your job at that point. And I want you to think like when you walk in, you know, if you work very hard for your money, like someone who goes and buys a Ferrari, they've worked hard for their money. They go into the Ferrari store. No Ferrari salesman says, are you sure you want to do this? I feel really shameful taking, how long did it take you to make this $500,000 to spend on this car? You Do you want to think about it overnight? No. Their job is to, Deliver what the client desires. Okay, so you as a coach, you have to think about yourself as that as that service. What if your job is to deliver what they desire, 
not to advise them financially, not to help them make decisions about their hard-earned money, deliver what they desire. And if what they desire is you, you have an obligation to deliver that, not an obligation to talk them out of it. Yeah. I'm not sure that that a car salesman is the best example. Why? It's so interesting. I use that all the time. Why wouldn't it be a good example? Well, because everybody thinks of the car salesman as sleazy and nobody wants to put themselves in the same category as a car salesman. No, but there's a very big difference. I promise you this, because I've had the experience of it. You walk into a high-end car dealership, there is no sleaze. These people are professional. They have conversation. They build a rapport with you. They build a network with you. They don't care if you buy a car today. They know that you will buy a car from them at some point if you came to the dealership. So we're not talking about used car dealers. That's where (laughs) that thought comes up. I want, as a coach, I want people to start stepping up to be that luxury car salesman who really is just about what do you desire? And when you're ready for your desire, I'm here. Yeah. That's it. They don't have to sell you a thing. You're already sold when you walk into that luxury dealership. They're just there to help you necessitate whatever you want. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that, and that's what it's all about is helping your client get what they desire. And so part of the selling process is that same thing. You're, it's just a stage in the process where you're helping them get what they desire. And I think if you care so much about your client, the obligation for you to take their hard earned money, because you know, you care that much about them that you will deliver on it prevents them from going to someone who maybe doesn't care as much about them, that takes their money, doesn't deliver on them. If you care that much about your client that you're questioning where they should spend their money, your obligation is to be the person that client spends their money with so they get the most from it because you care. Yeah, yeah. Well, that leads into the next one that I see a lot of. They don't want what I have to offer. And if they don't want what I have to offer, I shouldn't manipulate them into buying it? Well, so there are parts of that that I agree with. If they don't want what you offer, it's done. Don't convince them. Don't push them. Don't anything. But you have to ask yourself, is it really about what you're offering? Because some coaches make it mean something different. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And now you're going to tell one of my secrets, aren't you? (laughs) I'm not going to tell anything. I wouldn't do that to you. But if you want to go down that road, I'm happy to. Yeah. So, I mean, I have uncovered a belief um, in that was embedded in that belief. They don't want what I have to offer, which meant that they, what they really don't want is me. Right. They don't want me. This is, if, if you take, if people listening, take anything from this episode, I think this is the key because the beliefs we have aren't truly the beliefs we, the ones we say out loud aren't the ones we have. When you say, oh, they don't want my product or service, I guarantee you 99.9% of the people who say that are tying the value of their product and service to them as a person. And so when they say they don't want what I offer, they're saying they don't want me. And you're making it personal. You're making your entire business, your entire coaching offer, how much you're charging. You're making that very personal, which is a big mistake. Because that drives low value, low self-esteem, low confidence as soon as you get a no. That's the only reason anybody would have a problem with the answer no. Yeah. And low impact. You can't have an impact believing they don't want me. And the truth is, I'm just going to say it, maybe an unpopular opinion. People don't want a coach who has low low self-worth. 
Yeah. They don't want a coach who has low, low confidence. So it's not that they don't want you. They don't want the version of you that is currently operating. So upgrade your software, upgrade your operating system to someone who feels good. And the only reason you don't feel good is because maybe you don't like selling. Maybe you don't feel you're a natural born salesperson. So as soon as you start to sell, you drive into low confidence and then they see that and they say no. And then you make that no mean that you're not good. And then it's just this like 12 layer cake that keeps piling up and it just makes you feel awful about selling, about your business, about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, if they, if they didn't want what you have to offer, they wouldn't be sitting in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think anyone that you have the chance to make a request of or make an offer to has interest in your offer. Yeah. It's up to you to show up as the best, most valuable version of yourself because at the end of the day, the offer is one thing you are another and you are the ultimate decider for them. Yeah. If you can really translate certainty that you believe in your offer, you have a much better chance at selling whatever you're selling. Yeah, I love that. And and this is um, one of the things that I teach my clients uh, because they get into this, this low energy. And of course, yeah. nobody wants to buy that, right? So if you're delivering your offer with low energy, and I've done this in the past, last year's um, Elevate Retreat was a perfect example that you yeah. kind of brought me out of. You coached me on that one day in, yeah. in your Six Figure Academy. And uh, yeah, and just just kind of lifted up my energy about that. And yeah. by the way, sold <laughs> two spots. Yes. While we're on the call. Thank yeah. you very much. I mean, your generosity can, just floors me and we won't go into that here, but just, I mean, it, it has always impressed me and yeah. it's always been something that I've been like, oh, but here's, yeah, but here's the thing that. about that. You call it generosity. You yeah. run a retreat. The retreat is so immensely <laughs> valuable. I see it. I know it because I know you and I get to work with you and I get to see all the behind the scenes of it. So I know what it's going to be. So my generosity isn't just about generosity. It's people need to be there. So yeah, I, I paid portions of two clients to go to your retreat because I wanted them to experience it. And they came back and told me it was worth everything. They would have paid for it, no problem. And I'm yeah. like, that's what I wanted you to experience and see is that you really have to pay attention when you see something like one of your retreats come up because they are so jam-packed with care and value, like we talked about before. If you yeah. truly care about your clients, your obligation to put on things for them, which is what you do. Yeah. And that was the difference on that call, really. It was, it was really powerful to me to be able to see the difference between your energy around my retreat and your belief in my retreat and my energy and my belief about my retreat. And that made all the difference in selling. And so that's one of the things that will clear one of these selling blocks is making sure that, and we'll kind of get into how to clear the selling blocks, but, you know, making sure you're sold on it first, but getting back to one thing that I teach my clients, I didn't, I I didn't want to skip over this. Just I'll share it real quick is the belief that I'm never doing it wrong. Yeah. And what that does is it says, okay, if they don't want what I have to offer and I'm not doing it wrong, then what is the disconnect? 
And it helps us look to the circumstances and the, the components of that selling process that could be tweaked instead yeah. of looking to something being wrong with me. So yeah. is it just that I haven't conveyed clearly enough what this offer is about? Is it Absolutely. that I haven't conveyed clearly enough that why it's the right thing for that client right now? Or maybe it's just not for them. Right. And maybe this is the they're self-excluding, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> which is good because you don't want people there that shouldn't be there exactly. and, and in your program or anything. But if people understand that when you, when you sell and when you're making an offer like that, you have to be very clear with them about what you're offering. And then here's what happens. It is rarely, absolutely rarely your offer that's the problem. People, I promise you there are people in the world that want what you're offering. There's only two things that can go wrong when you're selling. One, you're saying the wrong thing about the offer. You're, you're describing it incorrectly, okay? Or two, you're describing it perfectly to the wrong person. Mm. So yeah. before everyone loves to go and rethink their offer, and my rule with any client is don't rethink your offer. Stop. First, we're going to go rethink the way we say it. And we're going to try to say it 10 different ways to make sure that's not the problem. And then once we try 10 different ways, we're going to try a bunch of new people, different audiences, different segments, different avatars, and make sure we hit the right one. And if neither of those work, okay, we'll rethink the offer. But I promise you the majority of the time it is what you're saying or who you're saying it to way before it's your offer. Yeah. Because your offer is basically coaching. Promise you people want coaching. Yeah. Promise you people want results. They want a better life. They want what you have in the coaching industry. You just have to make sure you're saying it correctly and to the right person. If you yeah. do that, you're golden. That's so key. Yeah. So you're never doing it wrong. There's just things that you can do better. There's um, always another level. Yeah. Even yeah. At my level, at, you know, I watch, I watch people like Corinne talk about how she can learn and do better. And so I'm telling you, if the highest earner yeah. in our industry is still learning how to do it better, I'm okay with learning how to do it better. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I try to tap into the belief whenever I'm doing anything, this is good enough for now. Yeah. And yeah, it, because our, everything we're doing is constantly evolving. Yeah. And then the other one that I wanted to touch on is I have to be someone I'm not in order to sell. <laughs> yes. I.e. I have to be a salesperson to sell and I'm not a natural born salesperson. I'm not good with words. I've never been good at self-promotion and all of this. And people believe they have to become this thing. And yeah, I you really had do somebody think... get coached on the self-promotion thing a few weeks ago in your yeah. six-figure academy. <laughs> That's right. They, they don't yeah, want to promote themselves. So, so good. It, it was so fun to watch because, you know, you can literally, if you watch that clip, you can literally watch their mind blow as like I walk them through. This is not self-promotion. You're not promoting yourself. You are promoting, you know, that person was a uh, physician, right? And so I would say, look, when you give someone drugs in the hospital, you're not self-promoting, you're healing. What if you are the prescription? Oh, and so you have, to, wow. you have to tell them, hey, take 20 doses of me, 20 sessions with me, and you'll feel better. It's not self-promotion, it's healing. 
And as a mm. physician, all she wanted to do was heal people. And so to walk her through that, you can watch her mind blow. And, and she's a client, yeah. so I get to follow up with her on it. And it was so fun to watch her evolution now of being able to do that. But here's the problem. When people think they have to become a different person, it's because they think they have to conform to some set of rules about selling. And I think you and I both know there are no rules about selling, right? You can, you can do whatever you want with rules about selling. You can reinvent them. You can change them. You can write them if you want. It's completely yeah. up to you. You don't have to become a salesman. I'm curious for everyone listening to, for you to think about inside for a minute, what is your version of a salesperson? And it might not be like anything that the world has seen before. But that's okay. There is a fundamental way that you should sell. There is an individual way that you need to sell. It is not like Corinne. It is not like me. It is not like Jill. It is not like anybody. There is an individual formula for you to become a salesperson that kills it and makes money. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to tap into that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly, that is exactly what we're doing at this year's retreat, Elevate right. You Retreat, Selling Without Rules, because I really, I do, I, I, I believe the same thing, yeah. that there are no hard and fast rules that will make you successful. And I think another thing that people see, you know, when, when they believe I have to be someone I'm not in order to sell is, you know, maybe I have to sacrifice my values or my belief systems or my spiritual practices or whatever. I have to um, sacrifice some part of myself of who I am in order to be successful at selling. And that is so far from the truth Um, because, you know, my clients are, are honest, high integrity people. They're amazing. And, you know, I don't want them to change. And so that's what we're doing at the retreat is we're instead of them figuring out how can I change to fit these rules, we're going to change the rules. What do you value? What is important to you? How you do things, how you're designed. You know, I have dived into human design and Enneagram and 34 strengths. And some of that has really informed how I want to sell going forward. And so those are the types of things that I am so, so, so excited to share with people at the retreat this fall. Right. There's a formula for a honest, high integrity person or choose whatever set of values you want. Take your values, put them at the top of the list. There is a formula for that set of values to sell and feel good about it. And what I love is I haven't seen it before in the position I'm in in life. I have had an incredible blessing and opportunity to be in proximity and work directly with you know, Tony Robbins, Brandon Burchard, Grant Cardone, and be in a room with these amazing salespeople who will blow your mind, Andy Priscilla, Ed Milet, sit in a room with them and watch them sell. It's incredible. But what I've learned is I can't sell like any of them, but I can take pieces of their formula and adopt it to my own values, my own voice, my own style. And I rewrote the rules on selling for me a long time ago, which has made me do this. And I've been dying for someone to do this in the coaching industry. And I'm so excited to see it. And I know, you know, in working with you, I know the background of this retreat. I know what you have planned. I know what you have coming up. And all I can say is 
Don't give away any of the surprises. I won't give away anything. (laughs) It is so incredible. People just have to experience it. But I tell you this, if any of this resonates with you on this episode and you do not secure a spot in this, in this retreat, you have to know you are choosing to keep doing it the hard way. You are choosing to delay your success. If this was your sign that here's what you need because you felt sleazy in selling, and this was a sign that says, here's exactly what you need for your individual formula and to work with someone as powerful as Jill and all the other things she has planned for you there, this is now your decision to make, whether you delay your success or you step into it. And it comes down to a simple decision, which is what I love. And I'm so glad we're talking about it on here because if people don't understand you need to develop your own rules to sell, they're going to delay their success for so long. Yeah, I, I didn't know my rules to sell. I made 9,000 the first year, 12,000 the second year. I redefined my rules on how to sell and who I am. And I became myself. I stepped into who I was and mm. I built my entire business around who I actually was from the ground up. 180,000, 1 million. And now every year we're doing seven figures because I stepped into that person. So I want you to know this is an absolute key to what made me successful. And I'm so glad to watch someone like you go out there and actually teach this to people because it's it's a matter of necessity. This is not a nice to have. This is not a fun retreat to escape your life. This is a necessity for your success. Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about the, the top three uh, selling blocks. I don't yeah. want to take someone's hard-earned money. They don't want what I have to offer, i.e. they don't want me. Right. I have to be somebody I'm not in order to sell. So how do people know if they have any of these blocks? Well, are some ways that they could notice. Well, I would say they're not, they may not be obvious to you. And so you may be listening to this and feeling a little bit connected, but it might not be obvious. Here's what I want you to do. Listen to the whispers when you sell. People think that these things yell at them, shout at them. They're so obvious. They're right in front of them. No, all of these things happen in the whispers. And the whispers are these quiet little moments that you have when you're selling or when you're getting ready to sell that little voices come in and say things to you. Little little hesitations come up in your body. If selling is not comfortable to you, if selling is not something you look forward to, you have one, two, or all three of these in front of you. Now, there are 10, 12 other blocks that could be there, but I promise you every other block is a deviation from one of these three somehow, okay? It's a root. These three are the root of most of the sales blocks that are out there because they mean something about you. Mm -hmm. And so listen to the whispers. Listen to what happens in your body when you go to sell. And if you're hesitant, if you really have to pump yourself up, if you really feel, if you really feel like you're not yourself when you're selling, it's because you're selling the wrong way. So if you're yeah. selling amazing and you're making tons of money and you have a close rate of 80% or higher, you're probably great. You may not have sales blocks, but if you do not have any of those things in front of you, if you don't feel good, if you hesitate to sell, if you feel like you have to become someone else, if your close rate is less than 50%, I am telling you, you have an opportunity here to step into your own version of sales. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I hear a lot from people is they, they first of all, want a script for selling. That should be 
the first that that should be a clue that should be a red flag you don't need a script when you believe in your product when you believe in yourself when you believe in your client you don't need a script and so if you're using a script and if you find yourself saying when you use that script oh my gosh that just does not feel like me yeah then that could be a rule that you have that you don't need in your arsenal. That yeah. could be evidence of one of these selling blocks. Yeah. I like uh, on my podcast a little while ago, I put out a full script in my consult. And the funny thing is I'm watching clients take it and use it and feel uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Of course you feel uncomfortable. It's my script. <laughs> the point of it was to show you how I developed the script yeah. and then for you to go out and write your own based on your values, based on your personality and based on your voice. Those three have to come into play. Same reason people ask me all the time, clients, can you just write my copy for me? I sure as hell could. And it would be incredible, but it wouldn't be your copy. It would be mine. Yeah. You write yeah. your copy and I'll show you how to translate it into something that will sell better. So my rule is always you write it first and I'll help you improve it. I won't write it from scratch from someone. It's the same as a script. They have to do the first draft. But if you want yeah. someone else's, absolutely, that's a red flag about selling. Yeah. And I always tell my clients, you know, don't, you know, look at what other people are doing, you know, borrow great ideas and great concepts and great tools and um, great strategies, but swipe the strategy, not don't look at what they're doing. Look at why they're doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Look at the strategy, not like the individual task, because the individual task is not what makes people successful. It's their strategy behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so what is maybe one or two things that people can do to to kind of flip the script on selling? Well, first of all, sign up for your damn retreat. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't know. And we could, we could talk about self-promotion right now, but I'm like, if I was Jill, I would just say that's the answer because I've seen the curriculum. Yeah. It's that's sign up for totally, the retreat. Yeah, that's totally the answer. That, that is step one. <laughs> that's step one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I think, I think in all reality, it's to first sit down and have a hard conversation with yourself about sales. Where are you in the realm of sales? Are you someone who we described in this episode? Are you someone who has experienced blocks when it comes to selling? Are you someone who feels out of integrity when you go into sales? Mm. If that's, if the answer is yes, you now have an obligation to deal with that because you've, you've come to a realization, okay? So transformation is simply this. You become satiated with sales. Great, you become satiated. Then... You kind of become numb to sales where you just don't want to do them anymore. And then you get some insight, which is what we just gave you on this episode. And then there's an opening. And the opening is an invitation to do something about it. So if you step through the door on the opening, like the retreat, like the hard conversation with yourself, you can experience transformation. But if you shut the door on the opening, even after you got insight that there was a problem, That's now you choosing pain. That's now you choosing to delay your success. That's you knowing the building's on fire and not doing anything about it. You're going to feel something about that, I promise you. So you have to take some sort of action towards it. Hard conversation is step one. Finding help, finding a solution is step two. This just happens to be a place where both steps can happen immediately because you have your retreat. Is your retreat open right now? 
it it is uh, open right now, and it's right. only open for a couple of more days. So if they want to get in, it's got to be by June 26th. And so this episode will release uh, June 24th, and they'll have until June 26th to sign up. So yeah, well, I love you know this. I love promoting other coaches because. I don't believe I have all the answers and I don't believe I have all the time to give everyone all the answers anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to send for sure a couple of my clients down towards your retreat, like tell them this is where you need to be because I have, I have clients who we identified exactly in this episode that need to be there. But I think it's, I think it's people's obligation now to do something about it. Maybe it's not your retreat. I don't know why it should be because this is an exact formula for it. But um, yeah. if you resonate with this, you got some, you have to do the work now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? Because I mean, it's only going to make your life and your business easier when you can step into and just, I mean, what is easier than being who you are? Yeah. Once you're comfortable being you once you're comfortable in your own skin, yeah. you can bring who you are to your selling process, you can create a strategy around who you actually are, instead of who you think you have to be in order to yeah. sell. And what's easier than that? Well, and, it's funny, because I even watched, I even watched you before, right, with your first retreat, and the way you were selling yeah. it, and developing those strategies, and taking other people's strategies. And then I'm, I'm watching the work and you know, even this retreat, and that's why I was wondering if it was open yet. But even when we decided to do this episode, people will think, oh, this was all planned to talk about the retreat. You asked me to talk about sales blocks because I know a lot about sales. And I'm like, absolutely. I'll talk about sales blocks. We didn't rehearse anything. It came on. But the whole time I'm like, listen, you're now stepping into a whole new way of selling your retreats. You're stepping into something that feels good to you where you yeah. don't have to feel artificial about it. And so I'm watching you do the work that you're now planning for the retreat. I'm like, this stuff is game changing. People don't realize yeah. how much easier it can be, how much more fun this process is for you this time around than it was last time. Oh my gosh. Last time was so painful. And I'm just, I'm having so much fun with this yeah. one. And it is so, it has been like a completely different experience for me because I know like last year when I was planning my retreat, I even struggled with the planning, planning the launch of my retreat. Yeah. I was struggling. And now I, you know, this year I stepped into that and I had fun with it. And I was just, you know, constantly doing super thinking around it and just imagining what the experience at the retreat's going to look like. And oh, it was, it was so much easier, so much more fun, and so much more me. Yeah. Um, that, it's so, so much different than it was last year. <laughs> and, and that's so. going to translate into the experience for everyone. Like think of yourself as a coach. If you enjoy and have fun in the selling process, the experience of coaching with you is going to be more fun. Oh, I yeah. love coaching my clients. I love showing up to calls. Yeah. I'm always, this is how I am. I'm just always yeah. happy, high energy with clients. Even if I'm yeah. having a bad You're day, just you. <laughs> well, it makes me better because I'm just, I feel better. So yeah. if you're having fun in the planning, if you're having fun in the sales of it, think about how much fun the event is going to be itself. Yeah. Yeah. How much fun you're going to be yourself. Like it just, it all translates. I'm so excited for you. 
free and easy. That's what that's what it's all about. So thank you so much, Dave, for this conversation. I love this has been the like the most fun summer because I've had so many great conversations with coaches. And this is just another great conversation on something that so many people struggle with. So I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your insight around selling. And it's yeah, I really appreciate you. No problem. I might I might buy a ticket to your retreat. I don't know. You made me you made me excited now about sale. I just want to come and talk about <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'd be happy right. to have you. Hey, welcome back. Remember to stay tuned through the end to get details for how to secure your spot at Elevate You Retreat. But first, I wanted to summarize what Dave and I talked about. So just briefly, we talked about the three biggest selling blocks. Number one is I don't want to take someone's hard-earned money. Number two, they don't want what I have to offer or in parentheses, what we're really thinking is they don't want me. And number three is I have to be someone I'm not in order to be successful at selling. Now we also talked about how do you know if these blocks around selling are impacting you? And so I just want you to, to I just want to invite you to just notice that's what I tell my clients so many times, just notice. Sometimes their assignment is to just notice. Start noticing when you're selling. How do you feel? Notice how you're thinking. Notice what you're doing. Notice what you're not doing. Sometimes the simple step of building awareness is so powerful. That's why it's the second step in my Master Your Money Mindset, Master Your Money process you know, because it is so powerful. We just tend to not give awareness enough credit, really. I find this so much in coaching people around money and coaching people around their value. Sometimes the only step that you really need is uh, awareness, because when you become aware of something, you start to see everywhere that it is impacting you. And that becomes so powerful. Whether it's just becoming aware of the actions you're taking, the actions you're not taking, that simple awareness around that one piece of the model can be everything to you. It can completely shift how you go about selling. So that's really, awareness has always been a really important piece of my coaching. The other thing you can do is notice how you're feeling around selling. When you show up to a consult, do you secretly hope that they won't show up so you don't have to make an offer? What do you envision ahead of time? Do you envision them having a bunch of questions and objections and how you'll feel when they have those objections? Or do you envision them saying yes, starting their journey to the amazing transformation you're about to make possible for them? Just notice these simple things about how you're coming to the selling process and you'll that that's really the first step notice if there's a difference in how you show up when you have a free offer versus how you show up when you have a paid offer that could bring awareness around blocks to selling because when you offer something free it doesn't feel like you're selling so it doesn't have that icky feeling feels more like you're giving which is a lot more fun so how can you bring more of that energy to your selling activities and your selling process So those are some of the ways that you can uncover if you have any of these blocks. Then we talked about what you can do about them. Well, like I just said, awareness is the first step to changing or shifting mindset blocks.
roadblocks around anything, really around money, around relationships and around selling. So that's really the first place to start. Then you start to question, how do you want to feel? What do you want to do? How do you want to show up in that process? What do you want your process to look like? And so that's how you start to shift those mindset blocks around selling. Then of course, the best way to address those mindset blocks around selling is to come to Nashville and get that solid support from coaching with me, from working with the branding and the copywriting experts that I'll have at Elevate Retreat, from experiencing a top-notch branding photo shoot. Because hey, when you're shooting branding photos, you are selling. You're selling in your facial expressions. You're selling in your body language. You're selling in the energy you bring to the camera in those shots. And most importantly, at Elevate Retreat, you get four solid days with me coaching you around your offer, around the value of your offer, coaching you around selling that offer and designing your customized selling process that works for you and generates revenue. So that's the best way to shift your mindset blocks around selling. And we're doing that September 22nd through the 27th in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be amazing. And I sure would love to see you there. So go to jillwrightcoaching.com 